Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's our Friday visit with the TV voice of the Cardinals on Valley Sports, Chip Carey. Good morning, Chip. How you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Good to be back home. Oh, it's great to have you back here in St. Louis. Let's start with this. Are you a wine drinker? Uh, yeah, sure. What, what is your wine of what, your type of wine of choice? Yes. <laughs> That's what we like to hear. Okay, we we need to take care of Chip for joining us every Friday here on the air. So I'm uh, I'm going to get you a bottle of wine. I just want to uh, I, I want to <laughs> nail this down. Yes. As long as it's not ten thousand dollars, I'll get it to uh, you. If you're offering, I'll never say no, Randy. So <laughs> I'll leave that to your discretion. Okay. Hey, uh, that that was uh, that that was a rugged road trip, and it, it was great to win the last game. But man, just just the uh, Losing three to Pittsburgh, you can understand losing a couple of games to the Rangers, although you hate to lose them the way that you did. But just overall, just a rugged trip, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the games were all close. The Cardinals were in command of most of them, couldn't uh, finish them off. Uh, the offense was very cold, except for the first game in Pittsburgh. That was the real uh, body blow. I think you lead 5 nothing. you load the bases three times, you can't add on a run. I think if the Cardinals had added on one more in that game, it was probably going to be over. And that really set the tone for the entire road trip. Remember, the team had had a couple of days off. We were coming off that 19 games and 19-day stretch. Everybody was refreshed. You could just see the energy in the room. And boom, they jumped off to the 5 nothing lead and lost that game. And then the snowball began rolling downhill, and they couldn't stop it. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we got the win in Texas. That's a really good team. And even though we lost two out of three, the other positive out of that series is, remember this, the Rangers are the best-scoring team in the American League, and the Cardinals held them to 10 runs in three games in their home ballpark. Uh, the starting pitching has been very good for the Cardinals over the last two weeks. The offense has been in and out. Uh, thankfully, we scored one, which was enough to win behind Jack Flaherty. And now we come home to take on a young, energized Reds team that's uh, got their big superstar prospect in the lineup. We'll see him for the first time. But another opportunity for the Cardinals with the Reds and the Giants to uh, you know start to make that long march and climb back toward the 500 mark where we stand 11 games under at the start of today's play. Chip, I think the the word that can describe this Cardinals team for this year has been inconsistent. So what do you feel like is the most important part for them? Is it the starting pitching going seven innings? Is it the lineup having the timely hitting, the base running, the errors in the field? What exactly is the one thing, if you could pinpoint one thing, that could help this team be more consistent each game? I'll answer this the way Randy uh, asked the wine question. Yes, <laughs> um, you know I think that's what I think that's what's so maddening about uh, about the team so far is in the early days of the season. You know, the first weekend against Toronto, they swung the bats like they were the '27 Yankees, but really struggled to get you know get outs, get ahead of people, finish them off. Then we went through the cold stretch where nobody was hitting and the bullpen was good. Uh, then we went through a stretch where the offense was good, the starters really struggled. I mean, it's just. 
you, you, you fill in one hole with wood glue and then another, another hole uh, filled with termites and another one pops up down, down the, uh, the fence posts. Uh, it, it's just been one thing after another, and there really hasn't been an extended stretch, in my opinion, other than that 14-game period where everything has been relatively in sync and it's looked like uh, the Cardinals are playing Cardinal baseball. And so, uh, look, we keep saying it, and it's true, uh, we have 99 games left. Uh, but we are 11 games under 500, and the math tells you it's going to be a real challenge with this group to get to 85 wins. You know, you got to go 60 and 40 roughly for that to happen. The team right now, after 63 games, <clears throat> pardon me, is 11 under 500. So unless it dramatically changes and stays changed consistently, uh, it's going to be a challenge. They know the challenge ahead. They're not shying away from it. Uh, but it's not going to be easy having to pass all these teams in the central first, the wild card second, and then hopefully, of course, to win the division again. Yeah, Chip, I think that's, you know, the million dollar question right now. But I wanted to ask you if there is one thing that you think that you could fix, it could be, you know, a position, it could be outfielders, starting pitching, anything like that. There's one thing you fix that you think could just really kind of catapult this team to more victories, some consistent victories. What do you think it would be? I think starting pitching. I think the guys over the last uh, two weeks have really done an excellent job. They really have. Jack Flaherty's on a nice roll. Uh, he's looked really good. Montgomery's had no luck at all. Wayno's kept us in games. Michael is pitching as well as he has in, in his Cardinals career. Uh, but I think the tone is set with starting pitching. If you go out and your starter says, I'm going seven and we're going to give up, and I'm going to give up two or less on a consistent basis, that takes all the pressure in the world off of your offense. And I'm not saying that this is uh, the case, but I go back to what Bryce Harper said about the Nationals in 2018, the year before they won the World Series. Uh, they had all kinds of bullpen problems, and they went out and addressed that at the deadline with uh, Sean Doolittle and others. They felt like they had to win the game three times. And uh, that's hard. It's hard to win one game, but they felt like they had to win the same game three times because it gets the lead, the, the, the uh uh, the, the opponent would come back, score a couple runs. They'd get one more run. The other team would uh, feast on the middle relief, and then the late inning guys would have trouble. So get some, get the starting pitching to go seven. That would be a, a, a huge relief, I think, for everybody. We had one start of six innings on the road trip. That's, that's not what anybody wants, and that was Jack's performance uh, down in Texas where he had all of those walks. So uh, I come from a culture where starting pitching trumps all. If you win, you get good starting pitching. If you don't, it's because you're in your bullpen every day and you feel like you have to play catch-up a lot of the time. And I think if you had to put a, a one sentence on what we've seen a lot of this summer from the Cardinals, I think that would be it. Chip Carey, Cardinal play-by-play man on Bally Sports with us, as he is every Friday here on 101 ESPN. Okay, Chip, I'm going to make an outrageous statement that I want you to either accept it or debunk it. <laughs> Uh-oh, okay. The best center fielder defensively on the Cardinal roster is Tommy Edmond. I agree with you. Uh, Oliver Marmolo said that. Uh, he is instinctive. He's got great speed. Uh, he doesn't have the greatest arm, but you don't need that necessarily in center field. Uh, he, uh, he is fearless. I mean, think of the catches he made up against the wall in Pittsburgh and Texas. Uh, he just has a knack for going to get the baseball. He has tremendous closing speed. Uh, he's also very smart because he knows to get out of the way of Jordan Walker when he charges him <laughs> yeah. from right like he did in Texas. That uh, was scary. Think, it was scary. I mean, that would have, that would have been a major collision had it happened. Uh, that's every accurate oh, nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but, Jim Edmonds was flinching as that ball was in the air. So, oh, God, here we go. Um, but, no, I, I think that's terrific, and that, that opens up a lot of other possibilities for you as far as uh, your lineup and your roster construction, right? Uh, you can play Newt Barr in left. You can play Walker in right or, or vice versa. 
that then opens up a spot in the infield for Gorman and Donovan to play more consistently at second base or DH. Um, I think, like we said, there's just a, there's a logjam of outfielders, there's a logjam of infielders, and the Cardinals are trying to figure that out on the fly. But that's all predicated on how well guys are playing. And at times, guys have played well. At times, collectively, they haven't necessarily done an awful lot. And I think that's the, 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 the quicksand that everybody's sort of standing in right now is who are the best guys, who are going to play best, and frankly, who's going to seize, seize the job so the decisions are taken out of the hands of the front office and, and Ollie as to who uh, sits in the, in the um, one through nine spots in the lineup. But I agree with you. Tommy Evans has done a great job out there. Chip, Jordan Montgomery going tonight. The Cardinals haven't won a game in his last 10 starts. What does, what does he need to do specifically to help them get a win, and what does this team need to do for tonight to get a win? Well, a couple things. In fairness to Jordan, I think we've been shut out in three of those games. Uh, so going back to him, run support. Run support has to come, though, from him not giving up runs early. I'd love to see him attack these Reds hitters. Uh, he's got good stuff. Uh, he's had trouble with his breaking ball his last couple of starts. If he can command that, that would be good. This is a young Reds team. They're filled with guys that are very, very talented, very, very good, and have just made their way to the major leagues from AAA. Jordan Montgomery is an established major league pitcher. Attack these guys. Go on the attack. Don't pitch tentatively and give your offense a chance to get hot against the Reds in, in uh, not just this game, but the other two left in the series. Chip, do you get excited? Ellie De La Cruz has just got caught up. Do you get excited to see young players like that uh, their first time in the ballpark? Love it. I think that's the greatest part of the game is you see these guys and how hyped they are and, and you see the things that they do from afar and you say, well, I'm glad he didn't do that against us. Um, <laughs> Um, but yes, I do. I, I think uh, when you see young players come up, they, they become major league players and you see how life altering that is for them. Luke and Baker for the Cardinals, a perfect example. Uh, this guy was leading the, the Memphis team in home runs and was hitting everything in sight, comes up to the major leagues and has three hits in his first two games. That's the lifeblood of our sport, not just for the Cardinals, but for every other team. And when you see these guys up here and they get their first couple of hits, you wonder, well, will he be uh, you know, an everyday regular? Will he be an all-star? Will he be a superstar? Could this guy be going to the Hall of Fame? And as you see the guy take the first steps in his major league career, you wonder how far along that, that path it'll take him, ultimately to Cooperstown. And I'm not comparing De La Cruz to anybody else, but I'm sure Cardinals fans remember the early days of, of Albert Pujols' career. When he got to St. Louis, he was talked about so highly by so many. I don't think anybody could have envisioned him being that great of a player, but here he was. And, and uh, when you get to see that kid early in his career like this, uh, I think that's a special treat for everybody. Chip, I just want to circle back real quick to the outfielders. And you were talking about Tommy Ebnett. I also agree with you. I think that he is a fantastic center fielder and he's done really great a job, something that he hasn't even done before. But what does that mean for Dylan Carlson and his return? I'm sure today we'll get more of a firm timetable on his return. But what does that mean for Dylan Carlson when he does come back? Yeah, it's going to be predicated on play, right? Uh, this is the big leagues. You know, if you play well, you play. And, you know, like everybody else, Dylan's going to have to fight for his time, just like anybody else coming back from the injured list or, uh, you know, trying to, to crack a 26-man roster. Uh, Dylan's a great player. He's a terrific uh, defender as well. You could sit Walker against a, a real tough right-hander and play Dylan Carlson. You could do the same with Newt Barr against a filthy left-hander if you felt that that was the right way to go. It's good to have options, but uh, right now, uh, you know, first and foremost, you pitch and, and defend. And I think the Cardinals are looking forward to getting their best defenders in the outfield on a consistent basis. Because remember, when Lars and Tommy Edmond were playing the outfield together, the Cardinals got on a nice little roll here. That was when they went 11-3, and three, and Newt Barr had, and, and uh, company, and Carlson especially, had a, had a big hand in that for St. Louis. So uh, we've been without him for two weeks or so now, and I think that's shown defensively, certainly. And uh, getting those guys back, I think, is a, a huge priority for the ball club. 
Chip Carey, before we let you go, when we first spoke after you got this job, you said, hey, my thing here is I, I want to have fun. And despite the struggles of, of the ball club, I, I admire your ability and desire to make it fun. And we're talking about sports here. We're, we're, we're talking sports, right? right? So I, I really do appreciate the fact that you're making it fun in the broadcast booth, despite some of the things that might be happening on the field. <laughs> well, we're trying. You know, there, there's a cynical saying that it was passed down from, from uh, well, I'll just say family members. Uh, uh, we're undefeated in the booth. You know what I mean? And that doesn't, that doesn't mean we don't live and die with what happens on the field. We do. We really care. And I know the fans care. Uh, we're going for a tough time together. But when we come out of it, and I'm confident that we will, uh, I think we'll really enjoy those moments even more so. And as I said, I'm blessed to work with great people. They make it fun. And uh, despite the travails and troubles of the team on the field, we're doing our best to, to keep everybody interested, not just in Cardinals baseball, but baseball in general. And hopefully we'll put on a good show tonight and get the weekend off to the start we all hope. Everybody will be tuned in. These guys, my, my <laughs> two partners here. Chip, we have, we love Jim Edmonds I on the broadcast with you. He yes. is he, some of the things he says are hilarious, and your responses are funny as well. It, it's just we it's love fun it, to honestly. watch. Yeah, he's uh, you know Jim's great. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't know how much time he here. I work with Jeff Francoeur in Atlanta, just like my youngest younger son, right? Uh, but they prepare exactly the same way. They don't need a whole bunch of stats, and they don't need a whole bunch of. Uh, uh, you know, press clippings to know what's going on. They feel the game. And I can't tell you what that means. And the same with Brad. Um, and, and Brad does the game in a very different way than Jim, which is refreshing, I think, for the audience and certainly for me as well. But but they feel, our analysts in St. Louis, they feel the game. And that makes it so easy for me as a play-by-play guy. I, I like to think of myself as a baseball guy doing TV, not a TV guy doing baseball. And there's a huge important difference in those two uh, mindsets behind a microphone. And it's there's nothing better than winding up Brad and watching him go or we say something stupid and look at each other and have to hit the cough button and can't talk for three or four pitches, or winding up Jim and letting him do his thing. And, uh, you know, just it's, it's organic. It's fun. They're really great people. I consider them friends. And uh, I'm, I'm really uh, pleased and humbled and honored, and certainly for job security, that they make me look good. Uh, <laughs> BT is probably not listening, but if somebody ever hits a monster home run, give him that's a Russell Branyan esque type home run for BT. G- oh. g- give him that and let, just let him let him chew on that one. Oh, yeah. We did, did Branyan take him deep one time? A couple. Branyan's got a 5,000 career <laughs> OPS against him. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, there's, a, there's a guy named Bruce Drennan. He's, uh, we, we joke all the time. Uh, Jeff Francoeur introduced me to this guy. He's got a video clip. He used to do post-game stuff for the Indians on a show called All Bets Are Off. And if you Google it, he's he's hired by the team to talk about the team on the post-game show. And there's a Google, there's a, a YouTube clip of Bruce Drennan Peralta rant. Google that. <laughs> and when you see it, when you see Russell Brandon, Randy, I think you'll laugh your, 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 your butt off because it's just so perfect. And this guy's working for – working for the club and he just absolutely tears them apart after a a real bad loss and the irony of it it is is brian shapiro our great producer of valley sports midwest was producing that show and so if if, uh, the other team loses a game i'll pull that clip up and the first thing that drennan says in the post game shows oh we stink (laughs) he goes for five minutes so brennan bruce drennan it all ties together and hopefully it'll tie together for the cardinals tonight absolutely chip thanks so much for the time we'll talk to you soon Okay, guys, be good. Have a great weekend. See you, my man. That is Chip Carey joining us here on 101 ESPN.